creep night, sure to send a chill down your spine. Welcome to creep night. It looks like we have a witch in our midst. You all should know her by now, but if you don't, prepare to be introduced. <laughs> Enter. Are you the great and powerful Madame Cecile? Why, yes, I am. The young lady enters the cave and stands in front of Madame Cecile. Madame Cecile glances up from her cauldron. What have you come for? A potion or some type of spell? Yes, you see, my father is very sick. Madame Cecile cuts her off. Yes, my dearie, I know. I also know why you have come here to ask me. I have to warn you that what you are about to ask me is not possible. It has extreme bad consequences. Please, my father, he's on the urge of dying. Dearie, your father has been gone for many months now. You haven't come here to ask me for a get well potion, but to resurrect him from the dead. I'm sorry I tried to lie to you, but I need your help, and I hear you're the only one who might be willing to do it. But at what price, child? I'll give you anything for my father to be alive again. The young woman begins to gravel at Madame Cecile's feet. No. I will not cast that spell. The consequences of that spell are way too high. The young girl gets up and rushes out of the cave angrily. She turns back for a split moment and shouts at Madame Cecile. What kind of witch are you? The young girl races off to her home. Madame Cecile continues to work for on another potion for her next visitor. The young girl makes it home to her brother, who is waiting to hear about how the visit with Madame Cecile went. So, how'd it go? She would not do the spell. Seriously? I tried. <sighs> so what are we gonna do now? I don't know. Oliver sits in silence for a moment until he thinks of an idea. I have an idea. Jane looks over at Oliver and asks him what the idea is. So, what is your idea? We steal her cauldron and do the spell ourselves. How do we do that? She seemed to know why I was there before I even got a word out. She is a witch, isn't she? Why does anyone go to visit her? Think about that for a second. Oliver, she knew about father before I even told her. It's parlor tricks. I'm sure the look on your face gave it away. We can not sit here and do nothing. Okay, how do you suppose we sneak in there? We wait until she falls asleep or leaves that cave, and we steal the cauldron. It's as simple as that. But how will we do the spell? We don't even have a book for that. We steal her book as well. I don't know about this. Jane, she refused to help us. We have no other choice. Fine, well, we'll do it. 
Jane and Oliver wait until it is pitch black outside to travel to Madame Cecile's cave. They wait behind a few big boulders and watch the cave entrance. Do you think she knows we're here? No, keep your voice down so she don't hear us. Jane and Oliver can hear what sounds like chants. They both see an orange growing light coming from the cave entrance. A few moments later, they see Madame Cecile leave the cave and head down into town. Oliver looks at Jane. Now's our chance. I don't know about this, Oliver. I'm really scared. Let's go before she comes back. Oliver rushes up and races toward the cave. He turns back to Jane, who is shaking and sitting right behind the boulder still. Jane, come on! Oliver growls at her with frustration. Jane lets out a whimper and reluctantly follows Oliver into the cave. Jane, get the book. I'll grab the cauldron. Jane walks over to the book and grabs it. While Oliver grabs the cauldron, they race out of the cave and begin to head back home. Jane and Oliver make it home and head inside. Now what do we do? Now we go to the cemetery and bring our father home. You mean we dig him up? How else do you think we're going to bring him home? What if we just do the spell here? You mean to tell me. You would rather us not dig him up and do the spell here? And if he returns to us, how will he get out of the ground himself? Oh, I did not think of that. See, it's more logical to go there and dig him up and bring him back here to the place he loved the most and bring him back to his comfortable, nice, warm bed. After a while of planning, Oliver and Jane went and grabbed a wheelbarrow from their backyard and headed up to the graveyard. Oliver and Jane make it to the cemetery. The air is chilly with a bit of mist surrounding the area. They slowly back walk down each row until they get to row 6, lot 14. Oliver grabs the shovel and turns back to the grave. Let's begin digging. Jane also grabs a shovel and helps Oliver dig up their father. Half an hour goes by when they finally hit the cement vault. Help me remove the lid. Jane begins to help Oliver remove the lid of the concrete's burial vault. They push the lid to its side. Their father's face looked like the decay had advanced. Oh, God! Jane screamed as she quickly turned from her father to her brother. We shouldn't be doing this. It's okay. With the spell, he will look like his old self in no time. Oliver reached and picked up his father's corpse and put it in the wheelbarrow. Jane, still shaken from what she had just seen. Come on, Jane, we don't have time to waste. Jane quickly snaps out of it and helps her brother will their father back to the house. Oliver carries their father's corpse into the house and lays their father on the bed. Jane covers her father's lower half of his body with a thin blanket. Okay, now we need to prepare the ingredients for the spell. What do we need? Dirt from the grave, which we already have, an egg, and a piece of his hair. We will then 
put it in the cauldron and chant three times to the god of death to bring our father back to us. Jane adds the ingredients to the cauldron and waits for Oliver to tell her what to do next. Oliver walks over to the cauldron and lights a black and white candle. He then lights up the cauldron. Are you ready? Yeah, I guess so. Oliver opens the book. To the page marked the resurrection spell, they both began to chant the words, Oh, God of death, our loved one bring back to life. With flesh, bones, and breath, we beg of you. Oliver looks over at his father, but there is no change. Once again, Oh, God of death, we beg of you to bring our father back to life. Once again, nothing happens. Oliver, growing more frustrated, turns to the cauldron and yells loudly, God of death, we command you to bring our father back to life. Jane looks over to Oliver with a nervous look and says, Oliver, I don't think you should provoke death. I'm not provoking. It's obviously not working. It will give it time. James storms off from the room, unable to cope with her deceased father laying on the bed. Oliver storms after her. Where are you going? I I can't. I can't look at him anymore. We have to finish this. Finish what? The spell's not working. We must have missed something. We should try it again. Oliver goes back into the bedroom where his father is lying. He grabs the spell book and begins to flip through the pages. Jane looks out the window. She can see a huge thunderstorm brewing with lightning strikes outside and the sounds of loud raindrops splattering on the windows. Jane begins to feel even more nervous. Jane races into the room with her brother as the second boom of the loud thunder hits. They both see their father slowly rise up from the bed. Look, look, he's alive! (coughs) Oliver catches Jane as she faints in his arms. Their father looks up at Oliver and smiles a wide toothy grin. Father, you're alive! Oliver shouts as he races over to his father. Oliver's father raises himself out of the bed and opens his arms wide, open for his son to hug him. Jane reopens her eyes and sees Oliver racing toward their father. No! Oliver ignores his sister's shouts and races into his father's arms. His father embraces him in a hug. He grips his son tightly and sinks his teeth into Oliver's head. Oliver's father continues to eat Oliver's brains. Jane leaps up in fright and tries to race to the front door. Her father lets go of Oliver and chases after her. No! Stay away from me! Jane shouts at her father as he gets closer to her in a raspy voice, her father says. He says to her with wide eyes and a demented smile. 
He reaches for her and pulls her ever so close to his bright, white, sharp teeth. No! Jane's father sinks his teeth into her head and begins to eat her brains. In the distance, a shadow of a witch begins to walk up to the house. She opens the door and looks at Jane. She shakes her head. I try to warn you. Madame Cecile looks at the corpse, which lays back down and is dead again. Uh, Madame Cecile walks over to her cauldron and her book. She grabs them and leaves the house back to her cave. The next time a witch tells you no and gives you a fair warning, you should listen because some things are better left dead. Thank you for listening to Creep Night. <laughs>